entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our lives. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 269. And it's t- Monday, February 18th, 2019. Yes, recording on Monday because we've got work things going tomorrow. And so Jeff and I can't make it. And so we moved it up a day. It's to Monday. Who knows when you'll, Monday. you'll be listening to this. We've got, ooh, we've got good things on today's, uh, on today's Kanban board, including a little tease I sent out ooh. earlier this afternoon. I uh, wrote a post on Facebook, and the, the post was not saying that someone is having a baby, but someone is adding to their family later this summer. Find out more on the next episode of the French Press Podcast. That is this episode. Oh. So one of us has big news. Okay. Before we get to that, let's get to some other feedback. Last, on last week's episode, we talked about coffee pairing. What it, we all know it's paired well with dessert, but is there any kind of food that's paired well with? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, father, my dad, Larry, commented and said that it's good with any breakfast. And you, you mm. have to have coffee in the morning. Mm. All right. So that's something we didn't know. So like a, like a pancakes or eggs or biscuits and gravy or, yeah, fair enough. Did you guys hear anything else? Any other food pairings that go well with coffee? No. Nope. Uh, I did hear one other one, but it was given to me audibly, and I just can't recall what it was. Oh, if only they would have messaged us on Facebook or sent us an email Sometimes our listeners just have too high of expectations. And of I them, mean, of themselves. No. They think we can remember no, not high expectations. all of the information we receive. They think we can remember what they tell us. Yeah. They have high ex- too high of expectations. They think of we us, can remember of who talked to us over the past two days. But we're not the, we're not that kind of people. We aren't. Um, As Leighton yawns. Yes. Let's move on. We Can't. talked about Valentine's bank banquets a little bit last week. Yeah. But we didn't really get that much into it. Except it did, it did have something to do with Kevin's Uncle Kevin's story. Um, I didn't make the banquet that you guys went to, but I did go to one on Saturday night, hosted by Eden. Um, Eden, but the banquet we Eden? went to was on Saturday night too. Oh, but it was a week later. Uh, oh. Uh, Eden Claire. You know Eden Ruben Claire. Yeah, that Eden. It's my uh, my cousin's wife Eden. So Ruben's cousin's wife's Eden. <laughs> also, uh, <laughs> co-host of Irish Sports Talk, Randall's wife Eden. Ah, it does that, that makes more sense. Does that clear it up at all? It does me. Sure. But anyway, it was uh, it was delicious. It was at the place in Goshen called the Blank Space. Yeah, and they it is just a space that is nice in downtown where you can rent to do whatever you want. Is what kind like of environment blanks? is it? Um, it has uh, like a concrete that, floor, I believe. Do you have white walls? No, not uh, maybe the one wall might be white, but then brick, kind of artsy. She had it decorated nicely with um, what looked like a branch that could have ended up in anyone's lawn. That she hung up on the ceiling, and it looked nice, oh. but it didn't look special. It just oh. it looked nice. <laughs> though. Nice, but not special. Makes the, sense. Well, the branch. Oh, the way she had it hung, I'm sure it looked very um, intentful. Ah, oh. mm. but it wasn't like it was a was it, sequoia branch. Was it like particularly it just, poised so that if it would break, it would strike a specific person? No, it wasn't that large that it could inflict oh. any pain. It was thin. Yeah. And there was a rose hanging upside down at the center of it. Mm. Oh, cool. Uh, it was delicious. Eden has gone to culinary school. Right. And I'm not sure. I don't know enough about culinary school to know if there's like a specific area. Do you go for pizza, for burgers, for pastries, or is it just general food? So I, I'm almost thinking you can, but I think what she went for was more just general. So all the pictures that we took on my wife's phone 
and so I don't have any pictures to go back and mm. perfectly remember, but I'll give you a few of the highlights. Yeah. Um, first off, the main course was chicken and rice, and Eden uh, is Belizean, or from Belize, I'm not sure if, yeah, Belizean, and they have a dish called uh, Ricardo chicken, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, yeah, it's just an interesting dish sauce with r- chicken and rice. It's mm. delicious. It's like a special seasoning they put in the broth or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, yeah, absolutely delicious. And then for, oh, for appetizers, uh, there was, a, you know, I'm not doing it justice, but there was a salad of oh, some sort. Just a salad. That's all and then plant, plantains with dipping sauce. Ooh, that sounds unique. It, it was unique. It was good. Okay. And then probably the for dessert, there was two different items. Well, three. There was uh, like a chocolate mousse pudding, and then there was also uh, uh, cream brulee. Oh, okay. And it was delicious. Mm. It was It was very, very good. That sounds good. And I did enjoy that. She didn't have the choice between one or the other. You got a small dish of, of each. And mm. sometimes when you go somewhere, especially if you aren't going to frequent the place, you want to try a, a lot of, bit of a variety. A little bit and of both. And so because sure. this isn't a regular place you can just go to again next weekend, it was nice to be able to taste both. Well, maybe them. you could go there next year, though. Possibly. If she's going to make it a yearly thing. Do you know if she is? I don't know. If she, I don't know. Uh, basically, it was just a little pop-up restaurant. It popped up for a, a day, yeah, a, an evening, and then it deflated again. Yeah, it was a into the, <laughs> into the abyss. There was a lot of people there that I recognized, including coworker Kyle and his wife Amanda. Oh, okay. My parents. Oh. Um. And there were other people, but for some reason, well, we went with Carmen's my wife's uh, sister and her husband. Gotcha. So it was a good time. It was it was relaxing. Um, private. It wasn't super loud. It was private, enjoyable time. Hmm. Yeah. Um, the, so the other banquet that you weren't at, uh, Leighton and I both went. Yeah. And that was great. Uh, coworker Kyle was also there, and it was actually good, Ruben, that you didn't come, because unknown to most of the people involved, they um, accidentally overbooked the venue. Yeah. The and. Venue was overbooked. That there, was through miscommunication. Yeah. Of Are you a, sure it wasn't intentful? Because sometimes no, no, I've it was not intentful. Word. Because I've actually, used that word. That word's been used now three times in this episode, and it's never been used before. Well, in we, the history of French pressing, that was not the intent. The intent to use unintentful, right. intentful, intentful. Well, so so what ended up but, happening? You know, but was, sometimes that's what organizers do <clears throat> is overbook so that and slow people so there's a long line on the outside to yeah. create you know, demand. The, the Except feeling. in this this was not the proper scenario for okay, that. Okay, but because it was but, cold outside. Be that as it may, uh, they had overbooked and had a few extra guests there that they weren't expecting, and somebody took you and Carmen's seat. Well, good. And I'm they glad. enjoyed their time there. I'm glad. I was disappointed to not go, but was, I was I was also um, sad to like have a space and then it be underutilized. Yeah, I don't like to waste things. And it right. felt like it was going to be wasted. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might have felt like you threw it away, but somebody dug it up out of the trash and decided to use you just it. Just decided to use it. Yep. So, um. <sighs> yeah, it was. Don't don't feel like it was wasted. Okay. Reduce, reuse, recycle. The the menu there was uh was was a little bit of a western southwestern theme maybe. Yeah. It was pulled chicken, which I've actually never had before, but I was pleasantly surprised. Is it different from shredded chicken? Uh, it's pretty much shredded. It's chicken. pretty much shredded chicken. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever had it in this way. And then they, they just served it plain, and then you had barbecue sauce put on it. Uh, and more the like sauces were, were the sauces cool. were really good. It were, yeah, they weren't just like. Eh. Mm-hmm. No, it was like it had zhuzh. Zhuzh. Some pizzazz. And then uh, they yeah. had um, they had beans and cornbread and coleslaw. And yeah. And pie for dessert. Yeah. And the pumpkin pie, or sorry, there was apple pie and pecan, pecan pie. pie. The pecan pie was on point. It was. I enjoyed it. All right, we got coffee here. I've got a tech tip for you, an app. You know, one thing that Apple started doing a few 
series ago on their iPhone was take what they call live photos, and it's basically just a little video clip with each photo. And I was strongly opposed to the idea initially because I was thinking if I want a video, I'll shoot a video, mm -hmm. and I don't want to use extra space on my phone or in the cloud because while I don't like waste, mm -hmm. I also don't like two extra things I don't want. Right. So that was my initial opinion and thought about these live photos. However, I really have come to enjoy them because sometimes it is nice to uh, turn what I thought was going to be a great photo into a little video clip or an animated GIF. Oh, yeah. That either loops or bounces. And while it is possible to do, to make this natively with the iPhone, with their new uh, Shortcuts app, there's a much easier way to do with an app called Memento. Memento. And it isn't, uh, there's a free version that has a watermark, and the paid version is actually kind of pricey. It's like $90 for a one-time <gasps> purchase, and you, you have it forever. It's not a subscription. But uh, it is a nifty little app with some extra features, and you can create GIFs out of your photos that, that you take on your iPhone. So <clears throat> there's uh, your tech tip for the week. The app is called Memento. It is free to try. Check it out. And of course, if you think uh, I don't want to pay for to make an animated GIF, then check out some shortcuts. Uh, shortcuts is an iOS app that lets you do a lot of different things, but it, you can also create an animated GIF with the shortcuts app natively without paying more mm. but it's a little more difficult and yeah not quite as easy to do all right jeff what coffee do we have here um okay so today's coffee is a um listener donated coffee um and i decided i was thinking about this whole like listener donated thing this morning and we enjoy tasting all kinds of coffee. All of it. But out of all, all the it. hundreds and hundreds of kinds of coffee there are in the world, probably thousands, maybe millions, who knows, um, there's got to be some that are going to be bad. Yep. And so I have decided that for the uh, privacy of the people that are listening, or, or sorry, for the privacy of the people that donate this coffee, we will not mention names of people that donate That way... Uh, they'll know who they are, but nobody else will, and nobody else will think that they have bad taste in coffee when they go over to visit them at their house. <clears throat> but I can definitely see someone someone think to themselves, self, I bought this coffee, and it is really, really bad. I should send it to the French press and let Jeff and Ruben and Leighton see if they agree with me that this is bad coffee. Mm -hmm. And if, if that's well, the case, if you're sending us coffee that you think is bad, then tell us and we'll definitely and we'll say, hey, give you credit. so-and-so said this is bad coffee. Um, and, and we agree. We'll either agree or disagree. Yeah. So, so for that. <clears throat> so I feel like you're leading up to something, Jeff. Well, actually, uh, I wasn't leading up to something until I tasted the coffee. <laughs> okay. But I had actually, okay, so I'll straight up say this coffee is terrible. Uh, but right. I had decided this whole like thing beforehand in the day, so I actually was thinking about it during lunch. Anyways, it starts okay. I, I don't think it tastes that bad, but so, the smell is awful. The the smell is just a less of a I don't know. It's just not quite a coffee smell. No, you're right. The the smell could be the Shire. But then again, like okay, so so not all coffees would could be, be judged alley. by their smell. So I would give it a I would give it a shot. How do you know what the Shire smells like? Close your eyes and smell, and then tell me what picture you see. Like I, I smell an animal. I don't smell. I smell my upper lip. <laughs> <laughs> well. I'll let Apparently you guys... my upper lip smells like the Shire. <laughs> like I don't think it even beans. I don't think it even has flavor. I don't I don't I hardly taste anything. That's <coughs> <coughs> mm. a stench. Okay, well, okay, ah. so this coffee is um is uh uh, uh Columbia Hula Huila Hulia Hulia Huila. I don't know how to say that word. But it's tell. gold coffee brand, whole bean coffee. Uh, and it was fresh ground just a few moments ago. It was yeah, fresh ground it's today, this morning. Huayla. Huayla. Okay. 
whatever it is. Um, yeah, it's it's just. I mean, but, but do you agree? It, it doesn't have much flavor. It, it's it's relatively flavorless, especially in the aspects of flavor that I like to taste in coffee, and, and there's none of that. <laughs> oh. And so you're drinking like this. Um, it tastes really weak, right off the, right off the bat, and then the aftertaste comes in. I'm gonna rank this at a two of ten. The only coffee that I've had personally that I've disliked more is uh, coffee that's been like intentionally burnt, like or or the old, coffee at old work. PWI coffee, old old coffee, yeah. The, the- Coffee made from the old PWI coffee maker. Yeah, that that coffee, I'm I, I'm I, we could have won championships at how bad that tasted. I agree. So this is not as bad as that. Right. No. Uh, but but I I would not recommend this coffee. Now, however, some of you out there uh, may have different taste buds and may enjoy it. Um, but personally, it's not for me. What do you think? Uh, it's full of. It has a lot of uncharacter. Uncharacter. Bland. Or just kind of like, yeah, it's coffee. If yeah. this would be a, a personality on the the disc scale, what would it be? Oh, I'm not educated enough. <laughs> it would be off the chart. <clears throat> I don't even know because I can't even taste it. I don't think it's even a person. I agree. It's like a, a, a depressed. A depressed personality. I don't know. Anyways, so but thank you for uh, donating this coffee. We we really enjoy it. I actually have we we got some incredible response from our listeners, and I have another coffee for next week already. Wow! And then unknown, like I didn't know that I would get that coffee. And so I actually went and bought some coffee yesterday or Saturday. So we're good for three weeks. So we're good for the next two weeks. Okay. Uh, so, but keep keep them flowing in. We'll we'll uh, revert keep to the Main Street flowing in whenever we don't have coffee uh, donated or want to try something especially new. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we welcome any any donations you guys have. So we love to try new coffee. All right. Uh, and I was just actually, I was talking to Kendall um, at church, Kendall that has been on the podcast, Pastor Kendall, and was just uh, saying to him how, like, I had thought that, you know, eventually we would run out of different coffees to try, and then we would kind of, like, go back to our favorites. But I don't see that happening, actually. Because how many flavors of Main Street have we actually tried? Probably five? More than that. We've probably tried seven, close eight, to ten. Ten? Out of how many do they have? Forty. Uh, probably close to with all the different flavored yeah. coffees. Probably yeah. Probably so we're 40. like we're like twenty to twenty five percent of the way done with Main Streets, and then uh, all you have to do is take a ten minute drive down the street, and you get the next coffee shop and the next coffee shop. And so I think we'll uh, have different kinds of coffee to try for years to come. And who knows? Main Street will probably continue to make some new coffees, yeah. like they did, you know, a few months ago mm-hmm. to uh, bring in the French Fest. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of which, at some point in the near future, we are going to be reviewing their K cups. So yes. they do have K cups um, for those of you who have Keurigs, and I've heard that it is top notch. Um, never tried it yet, but it's we good. plan to at some point in the next month or so. All right. Time to move on to our next topic, and I think it needs to be what was teased at the beginning. Which one of the three of us has something to share? What? Which one of us has something to share about the, you know, adding to the family? Layton, did you get a new dog? No. Oh. Ruben got a new house. Layton didn't get a new dog. Right. That leaves you, Jeff. That leaves me. Well, to all you listeners who probably haven't heard already, uh, girlfriend Louisa is now fiance Louisa. Whoa! Oh, she said yes and everything. Yeah. Yep. Oh wow. Jeff, tell us a little bit. She was even happy about it. (laughs) 
<laughs> as opposed to the other time she said yes and been not not excited well, about it. Well, there was no other time that she said no. yes, so. Well, there was one other time she said yes. Well, yeah, that, that was when you were ordering pizza. Well, and yeah, when you when you said when she said yes to dating. Uh, yeah. But so, tell us did, a little bit did about. Did we ever talk about that? No, you no, did, you told didn't. us this. Okay, so last week off the air. So I think I think uh, th- there's some enjoyable aspects of our story that our listeners would enjoy hearing. Um, so so this is kind of how things went. So uh, a year ago, Valentine's Day, uh, we went on our first date, and I was like trying to be all romantic, picked a nice Italian restaurant and bought her flowers. And yeah, it was, it was great. Um, <clears throat> and so then we went to this Italian restaurant and they serve, you know, Italian dishes and pizza. Pizza is their big thing. Um, it's called Antonio's in Elkhart. If you live in the area, definitely a place to check out. They have amazing food. Um, so we get there and, you know, we're all kind of nervous, but we talking whatever and we go to order and I was like well we can order whatever we want or we can order pizza and she was like oh I'm fine with pizza and so we did um, and <clears throat> so we were going through the menu and I was like suggesting like these different kinds of pizzas because these aren't just normal Pizza Hut pizzas there's right. like double layers or, or stuffed pizzas what they call yeah it. and actually Antonio's has about I would say five or six pizzas that are like their signature pizzas and you literally, you cannot change anything about them. If you order them, what is on the menu is what you get. Like, you cannot say, hold the onions or I didn't know that. or skip the olives. Like, really? it's how it, how it is. is but how if it you want them to skip the onions and hold the olives. They might hold them in their hand for a little bit before they sprinkle them on. But Jeff, th- this this has to be fact checked. I, I cannot believe <laughs> that if I would order a, a specialty pizza that has onions on it, and I would tell them... I'm your customer. Says, I don't want onions. It says specifically on their menu. Now, you can order custom pizzas as well. Well, then you just do that. Okay, I just want a custom pizza with everything on it except but the onions. But their specialty pizzas, which are, like, really good, they, those they don't allow you to change. Okay. That's kind of their, like, their signatures. Anyways, uh, so my it's favorite like pizza. asking Bonefish Grill to, like, <coughs> if you order Bang Bang Shrimp, which they're known for, that is yeah. this... That is their signature thing. Mm-hmm. And saying, hey, but could you – I don't like it as spicy, so take out anything that makes it spicy. No, that's different because mm. th- that's a mixture of sauce that they have that you dip into well, or, no, or, or it's in the breading. I, or it's in the breading. Places, no, it's not. It's the same Antonio's thing. Antonio's places the same value on their signature pieces. Yeah, yeah. And for the record, I do like onions. Yeah. And, and for the record, I do like bang, bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I brought actually, it up. Actually, this pizza is so good. That the owner of Antonio's, the the head chef there, Antonio, Antonio, is that actually his actually name? I don't know, <laughs> but he went to a national pizza competition and won fifth place in the U.S. So it's it's legit. Do you know people that win that are actually they get the title of the big pepperoni if you win that the national. Let's fact check the that. The fifth pizza. one or the number one spot. The number one spot. Actually, no. Sorry, the fifth one might be the big pepperoni. The next one up is like. The big meatball, and then, but number one is the, <laughs> the big, big cheese. cheese. Yeah. The big cheese. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, so like one of my favorite pizzas there is called um, Rosemary Pizza, and it's got uh, it's got some creamy Alfredo-y stuff, um, rosemary herb base, which is a very unique flavor. It is um, very unique, Jeff. It has. It has arugula on top, which is also a unique flavor, and tomatoes. And I, I'll let you tell your story, and then I'll tell you where you went wrong. So, so this is – I love this pizza. Okay, <laughs> That's where you went wrong. <laughs> I was like, hey, I was describing this pizza to her, and uh, then I said, would you like to get that? And she says, oh, sure, I don't care. Instantly, in my mind, here comes a red flag. I'm like, okay, so she doesn't care – Probably means that she won't actually like it, that she doesn't actually want this pizza. So I went and ordered instead the pizza that most of people that I have eaten with like really oh, enjoy. Good job. Uh, and and it was it was yeah, it's a really good pizza, really thick, got lots of meat on it. Well, she didn't like that one. Oh my unknown to me. Anyways, so she didn't tell you this. She did at, not dur- tell me during that. the date. No, and but but she did. She ate a, like 
a, a, a sketchily small amount. Sketchily. So is that half a Suspiciously piece? small amount. Is that half a piece or two probably pieces? Probably about less than half a piece. Maybe half a piece oh is what word. she ate. And so I figured, well, okay, so she's just nervous. She's just not eating much, which was kind of the case with me, too. I only ate one piece where I would normally eat two or three. Three or four. Oh. <clears throat> it's a pretty thick pizza, so. <clears throat> Anyways, but we did get a an appetizer, which was a, a sort of special kind of bruschetta, which is was deep fried mozzarella cheese, bread and deep fried, and that was amazing. Hmm. Anyways, so then on our first date, then um, we went to the electric brew in Goshen, um, and wrapped up the evening there. Went back to her place, or I dropped her off back at her place, and um, that was it. So. <clears throat> Sometime in the course of of our year of dating, uh, I found out that she didn't actually really like the pizza that mm-hmm. I ordered. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I decided, you know, it'd be it'd be pretty romantic to go on our first date um, to, or sorry, on our on our one year anniversary date, which would be Valentine's Day, to go back and kind of redo it. And she had actually thought the same thing, and so we decided to do that. And what a romantic, ordered, Jeff. Yep. And and by the way, that is what I would have done too. As far as this is maybe something I like, but it's a little bit peculiar. Most people like this other kind. Let me get the other kind. Exactly. Your exactly. Odd, the so, odds should be in your favor. So I did the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was like constantly. You kicking did the herself. logical right thing. Yeah, she is kicking herself for saying that she doesn't care, because she could have said, "Yeah, I'll, I'll I would like that kind." Anyways, so. Then we went and we actually ordered the rosemary pizza this time, which we both really liked. Oh. <clears throat> so, and then um, we drove over to the Electric Brew to redo our date. And then um, when we got there, I took her on a walk instead like, of going in right away. And I proposed to her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and she said yes. Wow. Did she expect it coming, Jeff? She actually really did. Okay. That's so probably a good like, thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, long story short, I was like, uh, a long time ago, I was planning to propose on on our you know one year anniversary, and then as the time got closer, I wasn't quite so sure if that was a good move or not, and um, yeah, some things she was saying, probably some of her emotional preparedness mm. for it, um, mm. like preparing herself for it, she was kind of like freaked out about it. And so I was like, well, I might not actually do that instead and just kind of, you know, wait until it feels like a better time. Mm-hmm. Well, by the time Valentine's Day comes around, I'm like, okay, it's pretty obvious that this is a good time to do it. And yeah. so I did. Did you do the traditional get down on your knee or did you do something different, yeah. like get up on a stepladder? Like, hey, Jeff, nope. t- tell Ruben what you gave her. Uh, yeah, I got her uh, for an engagement gift. Since we as Mennonites don't typically give jewelry, um, I wanted to get her something special, momentous, and so I bought a gold-dipped rose, a real rose dipped in 24-karat gold. Hold it. Now, does and that so, mean it, does it last, or does it? Yeah, it, it's, it's. Wow. Yeah. Jeff. It's like a lifetime thing, so. So, yeah, that's, that that's was a really cool. That's a good gift. That's a good gift. Wow. And. I think I would have said yes. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> there's, there's more of the story, but I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say a whole lot more. Oh, very so, good. Uh, right. If well, you if you want to hear the rest of the story about that, there were some somewhat comical things that went on. You need to ask us personally, okay. either of us, or message us on Facebook. Yeah, we'll get the, the down And by us, I mean that the French I mean, press. Yeah, I mean Jeff or Louisa or Ruben oh. or Layton. Yeah, Ruben and Layton don't even know all of it, so exactly. well, we'll know it soon enough. We can make up details. So, anyways, and then we went to uh, <laughs> went over to her family's place, announced it there. I I dropped her off and. Um, went back home then and so it's yep. been a wild weekend yeah well congratulations I think everyone is happy for you <laughs> yeah I think so we um, are for sure I'm trying to think you have any questions Layton um when's the wedding um that has not quite been decided yet you know but what it will be, be determined. it will be sometime midsummer. I'm sure you're thinking it, but you don't want to say it, so I'll say it for you, Jeff. If there's a listener out there that wants to give Jeff and or Louisa an engagement or wedding gift, you can send it to the French press, and we'll make sure it gets to them. In case you don't know their 
yeah. actual sure. address. You can send it. We have a PO box where we can receive you know physical items. That, so. It's PO box two four five three in Elkhart, Indiana. The zip is four six five one five. Right. Also, website is on the web- website. I mean, the address is on the website. Mm-hmm. Also, if you want to buy them a gift, but don't know where to buy it, you can always just go to our website and click on the Amazon link, mm-hmm. and Smash then that link. buy whatever you want to get them on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That and would probably be the best way to do it. Probably shift to, ship to the address with the uh, um, gift certificate or whatever whatever you call it. Yeah, that's perfect. Or the the PO box. Yeah, anyways, speaking of money. Yeah, I I already shared, I I already shared this with you, Ruben, today, but over the weekend, <clears throat> I I was watching a couple of Dave Ramsey videos, and I I always knew that like it was very, it was it it is doable, to at the end of your working career, by the time you reach your mid-60s or or 70s, it is possible to have accrued a million dollars. Yeah. Like, very possible. It's actually actually very possible. It is very, very... Especially if you invest wisely. Yeah, if you invest wisely, but if you take, like, the average income in America, it's about 50,000, and you take that times, whatever, 40... Which is like the the working class? How much is that? Like, I mean, or the, <coughs> the average length of time that a person works fifty thousand times forty. That's two million dollars. Okay. So you should be able to. Th- th- that means that you you should have at least accrued two million two million dollars. Obviously, yeah. you have expenses, you have emergencies, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah, and, and, things and, you buy that you don't you can't save like food. And yeah, he builds, you like, can buy non perishable and, and, and realistically, <laughs> come on. What happens when you eat them? Uh, they perish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyways, but like so many people think that like a million dollars is completely elusive. Like a lot of people don't think that you can actually retire with a million dollars or will ever be a millionaire within their lifetime. They just right. think it's unattainable. Right. But most people actually, I think, in America, do think that. They think that. Yeah, they think that. But Dave Ramsey, like, lays out how easy it is to do. All you need to do is $100 a month for 40 years. So from age 25 to age 65 or from age 30 to age 70, for every month putting in $100 into a growth mutual fund of 12%. Yeah, which which which, you might say is, that's high. Is relatively difficult to find. Is that's the average? Is it like like if you? I think the, isn't the average of the stock market over like a normal ten year or fifteen or twenty year so period? So twelve percent. It might be a little bit lower over forty it, years. For for the, for the last like ten years, it might be a little bit lower. But from the life like Calculated. the very beginning oh, yeah. of the stock market right, to though. now, it's twelve and a half percent. Okay, the yeah. average. Mm-hmm. Right now, it might be a little bit lower. It might be like within the last decade, it might have been ten percent. But over the next forty years, it'll it's, probably average out to that. It's possible to be back up to twelve percent. Mm-hmm. Right? No, oh, you, you, you're totally right. Yeah. Anyways, hundred dollars for forty years, and that's from twenty to sixty or twenty to sixty. Any, any, any forty, yeah, any forty years. Any yeah. forty years, Jeff. Even like fifteen to fifty-five. Is it still the same then? I think so because it's forty years. Because forty years start, my point you start is, at hundred. My point is you your average, 140. your average is that. Yeah, it still works. Okay, okay. It's amazing. So if you up that to forty-five years, okay. So if you do that for forty years, but keep on. Anyways, tell us, your, tell us your thing. Because it's actually incredible how much five years does. It's, it's true, but it for forty years you put in a hundred dollars into a a twelve percent growth mutual fund. Mm-hmm. You will return you, at the end of that. That fund will be worth one point one eight million. Yeah, that's hundred dollars a month. Hundred dollars a month. Who can't? And here's live the, without that. Here's the argument for starting young. If you do that for forty five years, yeah, how much? Five additional years is an additional one million dollars. Are you serious, Clark? Two point one million dollars. That's if amazing. you do it for fifty years, let's say you retire late, that's three point nine million dollars. 
So it starts stacking up really fast the older you get. Yeah. I, I was just blown away at, at at least how simple the plan is to become a millionaire. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's you that simple. You don't have to make a million dollars a year exactly. right, to become a millionaire. And realistically, when you retire, uh, you, you may, depending on your lifestyle, need a little bit more than a million. But you could live comfortably with a million dollars in an investment account. Yeah. And live off the interest and pulling out of social you know, security for, for if it's existent by the time yeah. that you retire. But you could but you could maintain a pretty comfortable lifestyle definitely on a million dollars. Definitely. I I was just like, yeah, that just kind of blew me away. Especially how many people think that a million dollars is like unattainable. Mm-hmm. There's no way that I can be prepared for retirement. Dude, by the time I'm sixty five. I wonder if in UCS, our local Christian school here, if they still require high school students to go through, um, uh, what was the book that Mr. H made us read? I can't even remember. It was from the guy from Hawaii. The uh, Pineapple Stories? No. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't well, at the tip of my tongue. I I'm can't pretty what sure, I'm pretty sure whatever you're talking about isn't because I didn't have to do anything. Well, okay. I think it was... Mr. H, Jonathan Hosteller, I think this might have been something that he required us to do on his own, not not really part of the <coughs> school mm-hmm. curriculum. But I, like, because of that, I did start putting away, uh, I think it was $100, like, out of high school. And then, I mean, you don't, if you can, you want to save more than that. You want, and, you and do. more than that. Right. Absolutely. But at least just starting that is a great, great foundation. Yeah. And it's a much better foundation than what the oh, average yeah. person starts yeah <laughs> for sure here this is what the book was called rich dad poor dad and it was written by a rich dad <laughs> i would guess oh <laughs> uh, why isn't the name of the guy here rich dad poor dad now yes rob uh kiwasaki kiwasaki kawasaki kawasaki i have no idea but anyway it's an You're old, just going an by old the, book, the but a good brand. Book. Yep. Kawasaki. It's probably now, not even now, One warning to you listeners who are just like jumping on our great financial advice, by the way. Oh, my. Uh, don't do this for short-term savings because the stock market, if you if you do like investment counts for five years, you know, your, your returns probably – I mean, you may get some great returns, but it might also – it might be really risky. Because the stock market, which a investment account like that would be investing in... It's slightly risky. From year to year, can jump 20%, 30%. Right. Very, very easily. Oh, right. Yeah, Actually, so some years it can months. be 20%. Some years it'll only be 4%. Yeah, right. But right. on average, it on, has been There's There's growth 12%. on average. Yeah. Um, but but if you take... There's some... Like, if you look at their charts, there's some, like, three to four-year periods that were terrible. Right. Yeah, don't put this money... Uh, if you need this money, don't put it in the stock market. Yeah, put it in the mutual funds or stock market. If yeah. you're going to keep it there, there there's some for the great savings term. accounts out there that do um, that do two percent interest and maybe a little more than that even. But there's there it's really easy to find a two percent interest account. Oh, for sure. For for but, like shorter term savings. But I think almost anyone, even if you have a fairly low paying job, can find a hundred dollars a month to put away that yeah. they don't need. For forty years, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and put it somewhere where you can't get it. Or, or the truth, if you can't, <laughs> I mean, I if mean, you can't you, do it. Like, I can't. You can't get it. Right, that's not like readily available to just use. If you can't, if you can't do hundred dollars, like literally, you cannot. You cannot put away hundred dollars. Then put away fifty dollars. Put away ten dollars or ten, and then as you can, put more away. Put more away. Mm-hmm. Very true. All right. Uh, did you have any other uh, financial wisdom? Um, I have so much, but I need to stop. Do, do we have time to continue <laughs> discussing the Valentine's banquet? We do, but there, I want to have, have one content. more plea. Since we're on the topic of finances, I would love for either Tony or Scott Burkholder, whoever was talking to Layton, please answer the question that we don't know about what YNAB. it was. About YNAB. But it was about YNAB, but we don't know specifically what the question or the answer is. Well, no, we have the answer. We have the answer to the question that we don't know. Right. Exactly. 42. We, yeah, exactly. We, we have an answer. Uh, we just need to figure out the question. 
uh, it's like, amazing how how the right answer is just as worthless if you don't have the right question. You know what I mean? That, I'm pretty sure, like that's that's <laughs> you're right. The whole Isn't that premise, weird? That's the whole premise of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I hated that movie. That was a great I tried movie. to like it and I just didn't. No, I I tried to watch it once. And I fell asleep, and I woke up, and everyone was made of yarn. <laughs> and I'm even, like, I don't even remember. And that. I went back to sleep. Hey, it, what? B- before we move on to the Valentines, I did want to. Uh, we talked about Kendall a little bit, and you have a little feedback from Pastor Sandy Ridge Pastor Kendall. Yeah, I do. Tell us. Uh, he said that he obviously is a minister over at Sandy Ridge, <coughs> and thus the uh, ministers' meetings is with Midwest Fellowship was what the uh, fellowship that Sandy Ridge is a part of. Uh, and he said, he told me that he's a lot more familiar, he would be a lot more familiar with beachy ministers yeah, sure. than with ministers. Because he are, grew up in the beachy circles. Yes. But uh, the last one that he went to, uh, uh, the the Midwest Fellowship minister meeting that he went to, uh, someone that he didn't know came up to him and was like, hey, you know, good to, good to see you. Yeah, hi, Kendall. And he's like, oh, hi. Uh, he's like, how do you know me? And uh, the man said that, well, he, he knows, like, the other uh, ministers that are at Sandy Ridge, obviously. But also said that uh, he also heard Kendall on the French Press podcast. Uh, so if you want to be a celebrity, um, we welcome guests. Exactly. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that was funny. I think uh, that well, that gentleman, the other minister, yeah. also mentioned to Kendall to kind of keep it on the the down low. Yeah, not spread this around. Well, yeah. so we to don't the, know to who the other it ministers. Is. We yeah. don't know who it is, so that's okay. We don't exactly. Um, no. But but you do know that the French press is now officially minister approved. And plus, <laughs> we also have let's get stickers. We also have a pastor on staff, so that's okay. <laughs> that helps. Well, that's because after listening to this, you will need counseling. <laughs> <laughs> Which Leighton offers for uh, what was it, two hundred fifty an hour? Uh, well, I mean, I, it needs to be at least a hundred dollars a month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, more talk about the Valentine's banquet, Jeff. Yeah, well, well, um, there was a guest speaker um, at the Valentine's banquet. Leighton, explain how. So, so normally at this Valentine's banquet, this is the first time I was there. Oh, really? And I guess this has been the first year that. Last that year, I had 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 Antonio's <laughs> having an awkward first date with his now uh, fiance. Yeah. So, uh, so, so, from the way I understand <laughs> it, um, so you you have your meal, and then there's usually some kind of entertainment, either a, a guest speaker or or a singing group or something like that. Uh, so, yeah. Well, what what's the typical thing that happens for entertainment? Uh, normally, I think they do it every two years. Or I should say, every third year they have a speaker. Okay. And then uh, those other two years they have uh, music. Mm-hmm. I think is kind of the general pattern. It's not like I don't think it's the set in stone thing to do, mm-hmm. but it's the general pattern on average that we followed. Yeah. Um, so this year it was time for a speaker, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Jonathan, who's the youth sponsor, the. You sponsor Jonathan. Yeah, you sponsor Bri- Jonathan. Bria, you sponsor Jonathan. Yeah, that one. Uh, he was trying to think of who he could get, whatever, and um, somehow Paul Stutzman came to his mind. The reason that he had uh, known Paul Stutzman at all, had even heard of Paul Stutzman, was because a, a couple years back, um, his son, Josh, uh, was serving down at Choice Books uh, down in... North or South Carolina, I want to say. Carolina. Just One greater, of the Carolinas. Greater Carolina. Um, and obviously Choice Books, their their job was to stock book, like stock the different mm-hmm. stands at different stores that Choice Books has down in that region. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, when you're handling all these books, uh, you happen to read some of them. Sure. Apparently. So Josh read this book called uh, Hiking Through, mm-hmm. and then he recommended it to his dad after uh his dad 
and the, his dad uh, brought the rest of the family down to visit Josh and, and his wife while they were in service. And um, on the way back, they read this book. Uh, Jonathan's family read this book, um, Hiking Through. And it was a very well-written book. I haven't read it. But Jonathan yeah, said it's is very well-written, and he's read a lot of books, so there's that. Um <laughs> So he would know. So he would know what is well written, and or he he would know better than what I would know. He's a school teacher too. So. What was a school teacher? Ruben? It was For, former school teacher. <clears throat> so in, in this book is about um, uh, written by Paul Stutzman. Written by Paul Stutzman, yeah. About hiking the Appalachian Trail, right? Appalachian, oh. but yeah. Well, he called it no. He called it Appalachian. Yeah. Yeah. What would you? What, I mean, but you said it wrong. But no, actually, I think that's the right way to say Appalachian? it. Appalachian. Because, Appalachian. because Appalachian. that's how the uh, uh, they, the they were doing a presentation then, and apparently the proper way to pronounce it is Appalachian. Uh, he hiked the trail that goes through the Appalachian Mountains, um, and it was it. I don't know how, how. Do you think I should go into the details of the book? No, no. I as much as you did the the other book review. I, I think did. I think the general. No, I think the general. Well, you haven't read it yet, so how do you, you even know? It. Well, I mean, I, I know some of the, the, the like the main point that he went on the trail. Okay, well, give some main points. Well, yeah, sure. We're, so, so we're gonna okay, go into this. Try book. to convince me. Try to convince me to read this book. All right, Ruben. Have you ever wanted to read a story of a man on a mission? Yes. Then you should read this book. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, as long as the mission is important. This this was a really important. It, it was a really important mission, um, and it was. If it's about going and getting fast food. Then no, I'm not interested. No, he was on a quest. His main point of going on this trail was to ask the question, where, or God, were you there, or where were you when my wife passed away? Mm-hmm. He was he was uh, 55-ish. Yeah, 55, 56. His, his wife passed away, and he retired at 57 and just... Went hiking. He felt called to that he needed to up and leave his job, and um, just move on. Mm-hmm. So he went hiking on the Appalachian Trail <clears throat> to seek God, and yeah, I guess that was kind of the main mission. So mm-hmm. this book answers the question about where God was when his wife passed away. Um, yeah, it it also kind of I think addresses the question of how to deal with grief. Mm-hmm. Um. And it and it has a lot more truths than just that. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of different. It has life truths in there. Um, at least that's what I've heard from the book. I haven't read it. <laughs> the, the book that I do want to read. Um, uh, a- after he did that, after he hiked the Appalachian or Appalachian Trail, he then also uh, he biked across America from the north western point up in Oregon, all the way down to the tip of Florida. Wow. Um, yeah, he, he biked across America and wrote a book about that called Biking Across America. Uh, he wrote another book called Stuck in the Weeds about his journey um, uh, kayaking down the Mississippi. And then he wrote another book called The 13th Disciple um, where he about, – about him hiking um, – the Jesus Trail in Israel. That's the book that I want to get. Okay, that's and, and that one's called the Thirteenth Disciple. Yeah, I think so. Okay, is that what it's called? Are you looking it up? Yeah, have you looked it up? Yeah. What's it called? The Thirteenth Disciple. Okay, perfect. So that's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I wasn't quite sure, and so I, I just wanted to make well, sure. Well, this is perfect because we're both going to Israel. I know that's why walking I wanna, the Jesus Trail. That that's why the I want to get that. That's wow. I want to get that book, Ruben. We should read this book. We should. Do you want to read it on the podcast? Yeah. No, we can't. It's copyrighted, Ruben. Come on. You don't want to steal money from Paul Stutzman. I don't know the man, but you're right. I don't want to steal money from him. See? <laughs> <laughs> but no, he has he he. It is, looks like he has about six books, six seven books. He, he just has. Oh yeah, he absolute, also has the Wanderers. The yeah, Wanderers and, and series, Wandering Fic- Home, fictional series uh, about Amish oh. people. Well, based on real life events, but but fictional enough to not be called. Based on our true story, it sounded like he just wants to keep the characters anonymous, kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. I, I think he. That's like, what I gathered. Yeah. He said, 
there, there's a but lot of truth in there. But if he if you ask if like if yeah. these things are true, he denies it all. Yeah. So like so like basically <laughs> inspired by a true story, but uh uh what what was what's the word? The names have been um just ambiguous. Made made ambiguous, it's like, obfuscated. It's like Willie the Welder enough. for the French Press podcast. Exactly. The stories are true, but the names have been changed. Yeah, and I think maybe that that like he has incorporated parts of several stories, so it's not okay. just one person's story. For it's sure. kind of the opposite of the French Press, <clears throat> where uh, the names are true, but the stories have been changed. Oh, that's right. Well, not for Willie the Welder. Ruben, do you remember right. that time when when you went hiking all the way from Indiana to Kentucky? Yep. Yep, see? It's great. Hiking. Indiana. The <laughs> crossroads <laughs> of America. Hoosier country. Uh, anyways. Did you actually do that? No, are you kidding? Oh, if you I mean, ever... you should write a book about it. <laughs> about I not mean, doing it? I mean, yeah. I've... <laughs> the Wanderer. The Wanderer. <laughs> uh, I've never read any of Paul's books, but... And but I do like I've added them to my book list for the future reading. Oh. But because of what you heard, I would say if anybody has any opportunity to go hear him talk, like it is, it's worth a long drive to go there. Actually, uh, uh, Courtney and Wynn and Weston drove Who are from they? Faith Builders for Layton's Church. Uh, 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 Courtney, hiking Courtney, hiking. Oh yeah, hiking Courtney. Hiking and his Courtney. two brothers. Yeah, and his two brothers. Uh, Former they, co-worker they drove win. from Faith Builders, Jonathan's son, just to hear this guy. So they drove. They drove. Um, was it, that's like a five-hour drive just to hear this guy talk. So I mean, they considered it worth it. Oh yeah, super interesting. Yeah, he is a very, very good way of storytelling, and it's amazing the amount of stories that he has. Yeah, yeah. And and Ugh. so I went to Berea on Sunday to hear him talk again because I enjoyed it so much, and. Like I could just tell, like that he had told the story so many times that he just like is just flying through it and just tons and tons and tons of information. But you could just tell that there was so much more that he wasn't telling that he couldn't tell because he didn't have enough time. Right. So, but yeah, it's it's great. If we could have him on the podcast, uh, I have no doubt that it would. He he could fill up. He it could, would be the best podcast we've ever done. Oh wow! He, he could fill up. Probably. And that's saying a lot because we've done some insanely good yeah. episodes. But he could easily fill up 20 episodes and, and not even be done with his stories. Well, if we'll, he has a book or we'll sev- just, several books. Lots of books. Maybe we should just read his books on the podcast. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's move on. I yeah. Is there anything more about Valentine's that you wanted to touch on? Uh, Nope. All right. I'm just moving stuff. Off of here. Okay. I think next time we'll discuss uh, our personalities. Yeah. We'll finish taking the... I've already finished taking Enneagram the... personality test. And uh, Jeff hopefully Ruben, has Ruben's, disc. Lo- Ruben's looking over at me. Uh... And sometime soon we'll try peanut M&M's, peanut butter M&M's In with coffee. French press. Yeah, maybe that would have helped this coffee. It could only have helped. It could only have helped. It could have only. But it may have ruined the M and M's. Oh yeah. All right. Thank you guys for listening, Layton. What's the point? The point is that Jeff is uh, engaged. He's expanding his family. That's the only point I've got. What's the word? Engagement.